Oh, what are we going to do tonight, Brain? Same thing we do every night. <laughs> I take it you've seen the um, Orson Welles parody thing. The Orson Welles parody. As in, um, I'm still talking about Pinky in the Brain. Um, oh, okay, sure. Where the guy uh, who does... So, the story is, there was a an ad campaign that Orson Welles had to read. Right. And he was very grumpy about it, uh, because he didn't like the copy. And so he kept stopping and complaining about the copy, um, being quite sweary. And as an added, I don't know if it was ever... It was certainly animated and stuff, but I don't know if it ever made it to air or if it was like an extra. But Animaniacs did... Uh, their version of the same thing where they got the guy who does the brain to do his impression of Orson Welles reading this ad. Okay. It's good. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's sweary. And it no, no, it's not sweary. That's what it's, no, no, it's, it was, uh, it was a sanitised oh. sanitised version. Sa- salad types? Yep. Wow. Yes, and... What are, what, what are the types of salad? Um, potato? Uh, yep. Um, Russian? What's, what's Russian salad? That is a salad. I don't, I don't know. It? You just made it up, so I'm not sure. No, it's a salad. It's got <laughs> okay. It's got all the salad things. It's got all the salad things they have in it. Yeah, Russian, no, no, it, it does exist. Salad. It does exist. No, it's fine. It's fine. You, you've been vindicated. Uh, Wal- Waldorf, of course. Waldorf. Now, isn't isn't he from um, the Muppet Show? <laughs> yeah, and then you've got your Statler salad. Statler salad. Okay. Uh, what is a Russian salad? You seem to suddenly know what it is. Oh, yeah, no, because I googled it. Um, so it's it's the perfect accompaniment to leftover meat uh, or grate um, on its own, also. And or gr- grate on its own, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can have it both ways, with meat or without. So, you, <laughs> so you've got your, so you've got your two carrots. You, 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 you've got your two carrots peeled and cut into to, to small chunks. There, sure. You've got your your three waxy potatoes cut into small chunks. You've got a mug full of frozen peas there, John, and then to that you're going to add six small uh, cornicons or gherkins. I don't know what a cornicon... I don't know what that word is. Um, And then you're going to need two rounded, rounded tablespoons of light mayonnaise and a little chopped parsley. And uh, and you're going to put all that together and you're going to make your uh, your Russian salad. Wow, mm. I, I was going to say I was going to do a, I was going to do a joke here. I'm just just going to tell you what the joke. Um, <laughs> I was going to do a joke here, but I'm not going to do it. Placeholder joke. I was going to I was going to say ah, oh, just like mother used to make, and then I thought, well, while he's talking because uh, he's he's buying me time mm. here, I'm going to use Google Translate to get oh, mother translated. Yes, mate. But unfortunately, I don't read uh, Russian characters very well. Not not hot and you Cyrillic. Um, hang on. Oh, Mark, just like Matushka used to make. Da. There we go. We successfully executed a bit. Was that Mamushka? <laughs> so what she said. Hmm. I don't isn't know. Isn't that a song? Yes. Uh, well, that's that's your woman, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Kate. Oh, uh, um, Wuthering Heights lady. Oh yeah, yeah. Kate. Kate Bush. Kate Bush. Not the other one. Now. Uh, no. What? The other singing Kate lady. Oh, the other singing Kate lady. Well, um, she's in Glow now. Oh, right. You better Glow now. Have you ever heard the Australian man doing his um, completely pitch correct version of Wuthering Heights? The the Australian man. Yep. Um, I, 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 you know, I mean, it's so. So it's basically it's it's this big it's this big Aussie fella. Okay. And I'm going to Google it. Man sings. Wuthering Heights. 
uh, in original key. Okay. And uh, I'm going to play, I think he's like a, I mean, he's like a proper, proper musician and he's really talented. Uh, but I love this. I absolutely love this. Um, and I'm going to play you a little bit of it. Oh, it's not the original video. Hang on, I want to find you. Why? What happens in the original video? Does he does he come out and everyone's looking at him going, oh, I don't know what this is, and then he starts singing and then they're all delighted and, it, and you realise you're actually watching Susan Boyle on uh, on uh, Britain's Got Talent instead. Why isn't that memed more, that sequence, where you could you could take all the judges' reactions and put other bits of video into it? Something, something, you know, ordinary is happening, mm. and then they react like lunatics. Mm. That would, yes, no, I, I like, I like where you go. That would with be this. good memeage. Yeah, it would. Be good it would be, be good mamage. Mamage. So uh, apparently, it's been taken down off YouTube. It's bloody Article Thirteen, mate. What's Article Thirteen? Oh, Article Thirteen, mate. The old uh, the EU, isn't it? Well, you know, we voted to leave. We should leave, mate. You know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, <laughs> what's going on? Telling us what our, how many articles there are. What's that all about? Um, so, Article Thirteen is um, okay. There's two ways we can approach this. Mm-hmm. I can tell you something that might make you might make you shake your head at me, or I can just tell you the thing. Which which way do you want to go? Shake shake my head, please. Okay, thought thought so. <laughs> So I might have started a new podcast, John. Hey, why, why would I shake my head at that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, just because, you know, well, I, I, I wanted, I, for a while, I've, I've kind of wanted, you know, the little Mark Steadman podcast, um, but I didn't want to put a load of effort into it. Um, <laughs> um, the little Mark Steadman the, podcast. You know, the little, yeah, the little Mark Steadman podcast. So um, okay. I had the idea yesterday and I executed on it because that's what I do. Uh, and I've done two episodes and they're not, like it's not properly out in the world yet. I've only sent it to a few people, uh, sort of privately, and and sent it to the Apple gods for their um, for their review. Um, but I shall send you uh, a link. Yes. Because the first episode, so that the conceit is uh, the podcast is called Fifteen Minutes to Save the World. Ooh. And thank you. And uh, good noise. Um, the idea is I give myself forty five minutes to research a topic and then fifteen minutes to basically solve it. Oh wow. Um. And uh, so the first one I done is the first forty five minutes you doing what you just did now. With your go- with yeah, Google. pretty much, pretty much. Oh, it's, all, oh, it's not there. Oh, yeah. what happened? Uh, exactly. Except I don't, I don't air that. But um, oh, you don't. That's not no, in the no, show. No, no. I, I what's in the show is in the show. What's in the show is is the the fifteen minutes where I I actually try and talk about the problem and solve it and stuff. Uh, and so I did one on Article Thirteen. So Article Thirteen is, uh, well, I've, I've linked the episode uh, or the, the page for you, but uh, essentially it is, uh, if I get the proper description of that, will actually help my life. Mm. But it's the, it's the European Directive about copyright, basically. All right. it's, the, it's the thing that says, so there's two articles, there's Article 11 and Article 13. Article 11 says uh, it's been dubbed the link tax, and that's the thing that says if you want to link to something uh, and add more than, like, a c- couple of uh, words... Um, to, to describe it, uh, you have to pay, so, or that person that you're linking to can charge you, and that's okay, and mm-hmm. you have to pay it, 
which is not how the web works. Oh, makes me so angry. <coughs> and then Article 13 is any content that's going to be uploaded has to be filtered and a robot has to determine whether it is satire, a meme, fair use, or a copyright violation. A robot has to know that. Because oh, that's interesting, though, because um, robots are really well-placed to spot satire. Mm-hmm. And Famously so. And and, and also, I don't... <laughs> Some some memes could be satirical. Mm-hmm. Well, no, okay. So. I mean, it doesn't matter because they, they, then they get a double tick, don't they? But yeah, exactly. I mean, it it, it just needs to be able. To, so satire memes and um, what the Americans call fair use, but isn't something that exists outside of, I guess, North America. Uh, I think that's mm-hmm. an American concept. I know we certainly don't have it. Um, but that 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 sort of thing, uh, and apparently that also includes game streaming. They're all okay, but. The problem is all the content that gets uploaded to the internet has to still be checked for that. Um, so it, it, it's only uploaded to places like YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, so it doesn't mm-hmm. mean like your uh, Dropbox folder or anything like that. Like if it's just for personal use, you're okay. But if, if you're sending it out to the world, like for example, John, um, running a podcast hosting company. Mm, sure. Um if I wanted to abide by this ruling, which obviously I have no intention of doing, then I would have to manually or or, or electronically, electronically or digitally or whatever, mm-hmm. filter out any content in the entire um, in each episode that's being uploaded, and if it finds something that is uh, a copyright infringement, take it down. Doesn't bode well for Burrow the Leopard then. Uh, no. Got bit, <laughs> no. Got a few bits in there. <laughs> a, few, yeah. a few bits and bobs. Yeah, and we, we, we wouldn't really be covered. I mean, we could we could make a case for, for being review, but there's certainly stuff in there that, no, like genuinely just is copyright infringement. Oh, well, no, because it's fair use, which doesn't exist. Well, no, I mean, like, I've, use, I've, I've stolen bits of music off YouTube and stuff for, for comic <gasps> effect. What? I know, I know. <laughs> It's almost as if I've I've got three hours to edit an episode, and I, I just need to put something uh, underneath something. And anyway, well, you must uh, be yeah. kick, kicking back and smoking cigars today. I've already got the next episode. I know I've been a good boy uh, because I I finally got it into my head that I don't have to do these things in the evenings, uh, which tend to bum me out. I was speaking to to our friend Brendan yesterday because mm-hmm. um, I've been trying to sort out productivity and, and and a few things because I'm, I'm trying to make trying to get back into doing some consultancy work which means i'm i need to be a bit busier right. um and so kind of want to make sure that i'm doing things and not just sitting on my ass um at or or worrying about bugs and actually like actively doing things and so hmm. trying to the, the trying to do the kind of gtd type approach using my things hmm. app um which basically means going through my tasks and saying, what do these need? So editing jobs need a Mac and headphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, recording job needs Mac headphones and, and iMac. Uh, sorry, and mm-hmm. um, microphone. And the idea being that I can open things wherever I am and basically go, these are the things around me that I can do. Uh, the, here's what I have. I've got my, I'm here at an iMac or my MacBook. 
um, and I've got mm-hmm. a pair of headphones. That means I can do all of these jobs. Ah. I'm at home. I'm on the sofa. I've got my iPad. That means I can do all of these jobs. And that's the idea. Right. Um, so it's it's less about... Uh, a division of like this is work work stuff that happens between nine and five mm-hmm. and then you come home and there's some like extra stuff and then i get bummed out because i'm like i've just spent all this time doing work and now i've got to edit leopard which is work like it's it's hard work um and now i'm like no just do that in the daytime because this is this is the way we do it. it's work and you're in the right context yeah exactly um so uh, that's what that's what i uh, that's what i've done today uh, and so i was able to get it out get it done and it was a lot more enjoyable um Oh, good. Yeah. So, uh, so, so we have a context-aware Stedman. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It sounds like it sounds like the uh, Stedman robots ready to uh, decide if things are satirical or not. Yeah. All, so, all I need is about becoming quite bright. Nine thousand more of me, and we're, we're fine. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah, I don't know what I'm worrying about. That's all right. Uh, it, it's interesting. It's, it's going to be confusing, though, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's going to be tra- a lot of it's going to be trained on Jonathan Pye, which means it's <laughs> going to be wrong. <laughs> it's going to have a pie bias. A pious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, Is somebody shouting? Mm. In that case, it's comedy. (laughs) What do you feel about Jonathan Pye? Don't like him. Do you not? Don't like him. Okay. Say more things. Um, Early on, some of it was was all right. It got long. Got too long after a bit. It's lots of of brain speaking going on there. Um, Slightly mistrusting of where his money comes from. And um, I haven't fully engaged with some of the more controversial things that he's done, but I, I'm aware that he's he's kind of uh, rolled his tank into what can only be described as the Ricky Gervais space of, of oh, I'm just saying it to challenge you. Yeah, that's um, that's a tricky space. And I don't like that. No, no, I'm huh? I, I, that, I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you on that. Um, mm-hmm. I I know what you mean about the money thing. Um, the, yeah, he takes money from. Or he he has taken money from Russia today, which is weird. Like, there's just no two word mm. two ways about it. You could be as woke as you like, but that's yeah. weird. Because um, mm. you know, and but no, it's interesting you mentioned that. Uh, the the sort of yeah, there's, there's there's words I would use that are words Ricky Gervais would use that I don't want to use on a podcast because I don't want them to be a verbal record of me having said yeah. them. Yeah, so I um, I actually I can't fully remember that. There's I know there's two big ones that he's done, and I can't fully remember what they are because I looked at them and just went, oh, "That's disappointing," mm. and I don't want to be part of the conversation on the internet around that. So I'm just going to check out. Um, did he did he do a racism? What did he do? He's done no, I don't know. He's done stuff that's that's close to the knuckle. He's done stuff that I. So the ones I've seen... Sometimes I wish you'd prepare for this show because I'd, I'd be more able to speak to this. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Um, sorry, Mark. No, 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 no. Uh, it's like we never... That's the thing. I, and I, that's what I like about this show is you sometimes ask me, like, have you got anything to talk about? And I'm like, I, I never worry about that mm. with this show. I never worry about what we're going to talk about. It's very rare that we're like... Um, oh, yeah. Ra- rape jokes. That's what you're into. Well done. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's into rape jokes. Br- brilliant. Brilliant. What a... So I, I guess he's into that. Maybe it's a um, a confluence of a few things. Maybe he's he's at a point where he feels so powerful that he's mm. able to, to do, to, to, you know, say things that just quote unquote challenge. Hey, I'm just having the conversation. Um, or maybe like he... Because the thing is, he's not a comic. No. So, I mean, he doesn't like... he sort of works on the stuff but he doesn't write it so actually it's not him it's him to it's him to blame because he's the mouthpiece of it but 
uh, and he's approving the copy, but it's his writer that you possibly mm. want to mm. challenge even more. Um, uh, possibly if, if, if the writer is the one who's who's writing those things, I don't know. Um, I know that I've heard him interviewed and it was really interesting, actually. It was on the Comedians Comedian podcast and I um, I emailed the uh, the guy who, who makes the show because he was, he was sort of being anxious about the way he'd cut the episode, pu- publicly anxious about the way he'd cut the episode and whether he was being overcautious about certain things. And, I, I you know, we, we had a conversation about it um, because, he you know, he has fundamental disagreements uh, kind of along the lines that you're talking mm. about, honestly. Um, and I I didn't come at it at a different angle, but I, I certainly did. I, I The last one that I watched fully, and I, I watched a couple of times, said some things that it is difficult that that I find difficult to say in certain friend groups I think partly because I know I would stumble over myself and badly articulate the viewpoints he can articulate them without compassion and I kind of want to articulate them with compassion and that's really hard to do because you might just tie yourself in not saying look I'm, I'm, I'm totally on your side but also um, we've touched on some of that before and it's like it's it's I will I don't think I will ever go there publicly um, because there's no way to come out of it it's mm. just like nope I have no public opinion on this 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 and this I have no public opinion because it does no one any good uh, for me to have a public opinion because you know it's always going to be wrong to someone and I'll screw it mm. up in, in the telling of it. Um, but watching the video, I was like, yes, that that thing that he said, I, I agree with. Um, but that was, I don't know, 18 months ago. And I haven't really watched much of his stuff since. So I, he's only going to have got more strong. So I'm, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm still <laughs> trying to remember what the particular things are that have just appeared mm. in my radar. And I'm just going, oh, what the hell? So essentially mm-hmm. he's... Uh, it's it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. One of his things mm-hmm. is is you can say anything you want as long as it's a joke. Yeah, no, it's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, it's a joke. Oh, I think joke. I once believed that. Um, don't believe it anymore. There's there's a headline now here that, that I actually found do about comedy. I don't believe it. Which is it's very yeah. hard. It's very hard to pass, but it kind of shows mm. you why when I see it, I just I just don't want to engage with it. No Nazi apologist, that's in inverted commas, no Nazi apologist, Jonathan Pye hits back at Graham Linehan over Count Dankula not Nazi pug case. Now, wow. those those are words. Those are certainly words. Yep. I don't know what any of them are. No. But something about a dog and a Nazi and a, that YouTuber who's called Count Dankula, oh, Graham yeah. Linehan's involved now. Um Jonathan Pye. Are we allowed to like him again yet? Because apparently we weren't allowed to like him. I don't... um, I think the work stands for itself. Yeah, I'm so sick of this conversation now. I really am. Um, Um, It... it and I... I, What I... The brief things that I gather about his current... He's picking some strange political fights. Okay. Which don't connect with the work, and the work was good. I really, really like that phrasing. What? No, I, I, I think I really like the way you phrase that. Um, and and I I I think that's a what, that's a good sort of artist versus art separation. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about um, speaking of, of Ricky Gervais. It's kind of how I felt about the recent series that he did. Oh, I didn't watch it. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's like uh, it's it's flawed. Like it's got its mm. flaws. Um, but 
I I think I just had a free Saturday or whatever it was, and and I just decided to to have a binge, and I binged it. Binge and binge, and he's he's reusing some material from his you know quote unquote stand up, and that's fine. Um, but it's got Kerry Godleyman, and it's got um, Tim. No, not Tim Key. Um, anyway, it's got some good got some good um, performance in it that you will know and like, okay. and it's you know uh, it's got Kunk. Um, and uh, you know it's good. Uh, I, I, I genuinely, I think it is good. But you have to, you know, oh, I have to do a conscious, conscious separation of artist from art, right? Because he is not a good person, and I think he did believe that his comic voice gave him leave that it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because comedy isn't this, like, I, and I think I used to believe, like, I, I genuinely did, I was going there earlier, like, I used to think that everything was, was off limits. And, and now, I like, as I start to understand my own politics hmm. and, and my own attitude to the world and that my moral compass is based on compassion and I might believe things that other people might find hashtag problematic or unwoke, but my point is that's that's one thing in abstract but when it comes to an individual person that's a very different story um i I, you know i'm interested in the in the the humans behind the labels and things like that and so when you find yourself guided by compassion that trumps art for me um because i don't want to be doing for example a bit of improv and be a character and then find, uh, you know, with with a particular thing mm. that you could point out and to find that a person with that thing sitting front, sitting in the front row, mm-hmm. because that is just a, a, a real thing then of, you know, what right do you have to, to be this person? You don't know what their life experience is. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that is a more important observation than, well, oh, free speech, like, yeah, okay, I get it, but also compassion yeah yeah solve that one <laughs> tick that box mm-hmm. tick that box i think i think the other thing with, with linen is like i might not maybe because of, of some of the things that he seems to be into at the minute mm-hmm. i might not engage with future work quite as willingly mm. yes but yeah. there isn't I mean, if, it's, if it's future works anything like count arthur strong then that's fine it's no great oh, i haven't watched that but i haven't um yeah, I, there's 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 not much in the IT crowd or um, Father Ted that kind of speaks to where he is now, mm-hmm. and so I don't have to kind of discount that. I don't think. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's a certain I, I, there's, so so it's it's he's 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 one of these people who, for some reason, despite not being connected to the issue, he's 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 got stuff about transgender in his bonnet, hasn't he? Yeah, that's that's what I believe was was the thing that were yeah and and uh, um, John, I don't have a public opinion, but he's but he's got this. So the the thing that's particularly weird about it is is that he's he's decided he's, he's got his opinion and he's going to do his thing about it, but then he's decided <laughs> he's 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 actively getting into fights. Mm. Seems to be his seems to be his thing as well, which is to use the parlance he's picked a hill to die yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that is exactly what, or at least get wounded. That's on. exactly what that's exactly what he's done. Yeah, and um, that's unwise. I've never followed I've never followed him on Twitter, so I don't don't see a lot of it. But I kind of mm-hmm. 
again you kind of you you pick up on people's reactions to things in the in the ether yeah and then you realize like there's there's a kind of there's this world weird subset of celebrities who are who are engaged in the arguments with him on his side and you're just like why is sharon davies who was a swimmer and then was in gladiators what's she doing here (laughs) what's this all about (laughs) why are you all so worried about what some other people are doing Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like that. That is. You go for a swim. I mean, yeah. You write me some twenty-six-minute scripts, TV comedy. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Then we'll all. I mean, we'll all be you know, friends again. have have your opinions, but you don't need to share them, or, or or don't need to make them your thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 They don't need to define you. Yeah. Oh, we were having that conversation earlier, weren't we? Yeah. About um, and John's uh, our, our other John has uh, has said uh, much the same thing about um, people who define themselves based on their position to uh, being in or out of the European Union are just weird. Wh- whichever, yeah. uh, whichever side of the fence they sit on. Yeah. Have you seen the Krishnan Guru Murphy thing? Uh, that's been that's been floating around Twitter well, today. I, I'm aware of him on the news. Yeah, I, know, I wasn't describing Krishnan Guru Murphy as a thing. Okay, well, I was I was then. asking if you'd seen his 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 thing, as it were. That's a lie. I've not seen his thing. <laughs> it's it's not revelatory. It's just that um, there is a video of him. Uh, which I will uh, link to you now. MPs will be voting on a series of Brexit options tomorrow after they seized control of the agenda from the government. Everything from a softer Brexit to no Brexit at all will be voted on if chosen by the Speaker John Burko. Well, the Conservative MP Ben Bradley is in the House of Commons. He voted to remain, then became a Brexiteer, then voted against the deal, then voted for the deal, then said he'd struggle to back the deal again, but now says he will back the deal. Ben Bradley, why do you get to change your mind? I haven't changed my mind. The I... balls on Christian, uh, uh, Christian Guru Murphy uh, are, are just fantastic. That is awesome. Where did you stand on the um, Matt Baker thing on the one show where he had David Matt Cameron Baker? on and he ended the thing? <laughs> he ended the episode by saying... Um, just very quickly, how on earth do you sleep at night? Um, oh, that's classy. I, I I remember having that conversation with my parents, and and often these conversations go like this, where I say, "Wasn't it funny that well, I mean the balls on him?" And they're like, "What? What? What, what do you mean?" He was just asking him a nice question. They were talking about sleep. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, that was um, that was a heck of a power move. Mm. It's like I I've got the person in my ear counting me down. I know when I can speak. Yeah, and literally get the last word. <laughs> It was a yes. very well executed joke. Yes, or, or point, uh, depending on or, which or, way yeah, you want to go. Sure. I'll ask Jonathan Pye if that's a joke or not. He can tell me. Mm. Mm-hmm. If it is, then it's fine. Uh, it's fine. It's fine, yeah. Mark. Everything's fine if it's a joke. Uh, Mark. Yeah, yeah, and and it's only a joke if it demeans someone mm. or if there's a victim. See, that's it's not one of the reasons why I like uh, this comic, but it's it's certainly something that that is likable about him is that uh, the American comic. Brian Regan, mm-hmm. um, who is a favourite among... Like, I, I stumbled into him, so I'm not some comedy maven, but he's a favourite among people who really like comedy. Um, and um, he has... Like, his his sets are very, very accessible. Um, there's, there's never any swearing, and there's no victimisation. Like, 
he 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 might go on a tear about some. I mean, you know, I was listening to a bit because I had Spotify on random, and and it came up with a Brian Regan bit a couple of days ago, mm. and it was about a fishing show and how boring fishing TV programs are, uh, and how uh, it must be a oh, it's um, there's a writer on the fishing show. What the hell has he got to write? Ooh, that's a beauty, and that's his bit. And then he, because he's Brian Regan, he ends it with, well, I couldn't do any better. And it's just because he doesn't want there to be a victim. Um, Yeah, exactly. Um, And so whenever there is a victim, usually it's him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he is the butt of his own jokes without it being, all right, mate, you know, you don't have, you can lay off yourself a bit. He's got this this style about him that he he really does, he he plays himself as a lot dumber than he is um, and he plays it very Mm -hmm. well. Um, And there's, yeah, it like, it's not something that was a selling point to me. It was, um, it wasn't a feature, but it's a, certainly a benefit um, of his of his comedy. I like I, I never came for it, but once I realised it was there, and once you clock, oh well, yeah, I've never heard him swear, and I've never cared about that because it was never missing. He never substituted a word mm-hmm. for swearing. He just was good enough that it just never came up. He never said heck or darn or got you know or these things that irritate me. Right. He just spoke and like yeah. Th- that's how you do it you just you know um and and he's he's sort of his work isn't as fresh as as it as it once mm-hmm. was and and there's some stuff on netflix that isn't great but he was um just this incredible talent for for a, for a long time and just the nicest guy mm. very rarely does interviews but when he does he's just the loveliest guy and it comes through all of the you know all of his comedy and stuff and it, it is like he's the anti Jimmy Carr, in that he he can make comedy where there doesn't have to be a victim. I know somebody who um, this is this is a very third fourth hand story, so I, yeah. I, I don't need to worry about changing anyone's names or anything like that. <laughs> I know somebody who whose organisation booked Jimmy Carr mm. as a kind of corporate entertainer for the mm-hmm. for the kind of corporate dinner dance thing, mm-hmm. and apparently that was a mistake. Okay. Because apparently his show isn't really a mixed ability show in the sense of, um, well, you don't want anyone who isn't a man in the room. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's quite, mm, not not like TV's Jimmy Carr just kind of doing a silly laugh and doing some quick one-liners. Oh, 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 oh. Quick as a flash, Stu. He's in oil. Um, <laughs> no, uh yeah, apparently it's 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 not just I mean, it is quick one-liners, but apparently the the material is uh, what I think used to be described as a bit of blue for the dads. Um, but it's relentlessly um, misogynistic and sexual in nature, and it caused offence. I can tell you as much that mm, uh, well, I can tell you that that's not just the corporate thing because I watched his. Netflix special. Oh. Now, a couple of things. I know I've changed mm-hmm. as I've got older. And, like, this really speaks to the theme of this episode, John, um, in that the things that I did hold sacred, and, and he was one of those tenets that I would hold up and say, he's got enough integrity as a comic to understand the, the, this idea that you... Offence is taken, not given, um, and... It's, if you can craft the the right joke, then it doesn't, you know, all all these kind of things. And and like I I think I was one of those 
comedy is nothing should be off limits Mm -hmm. and i know i've changed over the years and i think having tried to go on stage every week for a a year and make people laugh um i think that's probably what's changed my my mind and and Hmm. having good friends that are also uh have, have you know helped me understand that stuff but i watched his um recent netflix thing which is uh half a sort of greatest hits okay because someone like him can do that because it's all one-liners and a couple of other things and it is exactly as you described Mm. um and i couldn't i did i i I didn't have the escape valve of no this is just like this is artisanal well-crafted very um precise honed laser focused comedy Mm. Um, that is meant for people who understand who've got enough ironic detachment, bloody, bloody, fucking blah. I was like, no, actually, just it's just mean and misogynistic and really, really outgroupy and and really, really unfair and and so male focused. Mm. Um, it really, really was. And uh, after a while, I was just like. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm. Th- this is. I'm done with you. This is no longer. No, uh, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Off, off you pop. Um, and it's it, yeah, it was. Um, I mean, you know, I can, I can look at jokes like, um, oh, I did that joke the other day, and a fat woman came up to me and said, "I think you're fattest," and I said, "No, I think you'll find you're fattest." Mm. That's like, f- I, I, I'm sorry, but that is a good joke. Yeah, it's a mean joke, but it is a. It's a well-told, well-crafted joke, um, and it like it's unkind, and that is absolutely fine. Uh, you know, you could call it misogynistic. It doesn't have to be misogynistic. It's fine, but the amount of stuff that is just with with no real basis in, um, there isn't there isn't a layer that you can look underneath and go, no, this is where the comedy is. It's just no, no, that's just mean. It's mis- that jo- <laughs> so that joke is misogynistic if if it has if you have to play. The gender to get the laugh, yeah. Which you, I, don't I don't think you, you do. do. You, you don't. I don't think you no. do. But I think there are some audiences who would find it funnier if it was a woman. Mm-hmm. So, so if we look at if we look at our sort of group of of, of of people, like your 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 improv friends, the the people from the Podfest, and you know our 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 podcast cast, and that group of people, you could do that joke with you as 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 a male character and the other person as a male character. And you would get the same laugh as if you said woman. Mm. People wouldn't that they wouldn't get the joke from that. They'd get the joke in the workplace. But there are other people who you you would you would double the laughter by making it a woman. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. I, I, absolutely. And and this is a it is an ongoing conversation. And again, like I have to choose my words a little bit carefully for a little bit of time. Uh, but this has been an ongoing conversation among my my group um about what is acceptable there is something there's something in the delivery of it actually where the rhythm of the words is slightly if you if you deliver the punchline in a particular way with a particular voice actually madam is a funnier word than sir so if you Mm -hmm. so if you if you get if you do i told him i told her it's it's kind of equal value but if you were if you went and i said no sir you're the fattest Madam is a funnier word in that delivery. I think it's got a better, it's got a better cadence. But also mm-hmm. in the rhythm of a set, if you um, if you do it and you've already moved on to another joke mm-hmm. before that joke settles, 
then no one's going to overthink mm. it. But if you leave it to hang yes. and you give people space, then you allow them to start making. Yeah. Actually, you, you do allow them to, so you can amplify and turn up. That's how um, that's how Trump works, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've heard that as a reading of of basically the 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 way he works is he breezes past right. awful, stupid, dumb, racist, bigot, bigoted um, mm-hmm. things he says, and just moves on to the next thing, so that it doesn't give you that time for your as, as charlie brooker once said for your mental food to go down yeah, yeah. like we're on to the next huh, what you know and and you know yeah yeah you're already on to the next atrocity before you can process the last trouble is is um twitter's pretty unforgiving for that because it will find it oh yeah yeah and if you've ever read transcripts oh, God. um they're remarkable yeah. they are remarkable and obviously we're not going to do the uh this isn't the drumpf cast no. But, um, no that's been covered hasn't it yeah <laughs> Once or twice, I haven't watched any um, last week tonight for a long time, actually, and I, I think I, I I feel like I've I th- mm, this might be are you over it unfair, but I feel like I get it. Yeah, I think so. I, I think I I think I I get John Oliver. Like I I, I got him a you while a back. I'm um, good. Yeah, I'm good. He's, he's good at it. Isn't he? He's he's John Oliver. He's good he's at good it, at. and he's good at knowing when to self deprecate yeah. and knowing when to be. Um, when to be high status and when to be slightly lower status. He's really good at walking that yeah. line. And I think I've just seen all I need to see of it. I, th- I actually think that's that's what it is. And he's got very, very, very good writers. Yeah. Oh, I haven't got long for this world, for this podcast, in fact. No, for this recording. But um, we kind of breeze past the fact that, uh, that you're... You kind of, you, well, you know... You didn't brush it under the carpet. You put it out there in plain sight. But um, yeah, the, the, you, you weren't going to do any more podcasts. You weren't going to launch no. any more formats. You weren't going to have any more shows. No. So. No, I wasn't. So, so what, 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 so what happened? happened? Oh, were you asking me? No. Well, yeah. Yeah. No. T- t- actually, yeah. Fucking tell me. <laughs> tell you what happened. Please. Uh, you got it bad. I don't know anymore. You, um, <laughs> you just need another taste. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Daddy Daddy just needs another hit. This podcast is produced by Podient. To find out more, visit podientproductions.com.